This episode of On the Record is brought to you by AgriSolutions. AgriSolutions is the market leader in wearable parts, components, accessories, and solutions for tillage, seeding, planting, fertilizing, hardware, and inventory management solutions. Improve performance and durability with a wide range of in-field and extended life solutions. To learn more about AgriSolutions and their globally recognized brands, such as Belota, Ingersoll Tillage, and Trinity Logistics, visit agrisolutionscorp.com. I'm Executive Editor Kim Schmidt. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Big dealers, those with five or more ag stores, continue to get bigger according to the preliminary results of Ag Equipment Intelligence's Big Dealer Report. While the total number of big dealers went down by 1 to 190, the total number of stores owned by big dealers increased by 5%. In 2020, big dealers operated at 2,240 ag locations. That number went up to 2,351 in the 2021 report. Compared to 2011, though, the number of stores operated by big dealers is up 59% from 1,479 stores back then. Deere reported slightly fewer big dealers this time around, dropping from 96 big dealers in 2020 to 94 in 2021. New Holland also saw a decline in big dealers from 21 in 2020 to 19 in 2021. Kubota, on the other hand, added two new big dealers for 19 total big dealers in 2021. Case IH and ACO maintained the same number of big dealers at 44 and 20 respectively. As of the most recent report, 33% of all industry ag locations are owned by big dealers, up from 32% in last year's report. This represents a more than 50% increase from the 2011 report, when only 21% of all ag stores were part of a big dealer operation. The complete 2021 big dealer report will be released later this month. This week's dealer on the move is Nebraska Harvest Center. The class dealer announced plans to open a fifth location just east of Columbus, Nebraska. Construction has already begun and it's expected to open for business as early as September 2021. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Robotics and automation are far more than buzzwords in agriculture with companies engineering scalable solutions for farm fields of the future. While these technologies will be valuable tools for streamlining predictable farm tasks, automating creative troubleshooting, and technical intuition, skills often associated with precision specialists, will be challenging. Michael Bolje with Purdue University's Center for Commercial Agriculture acknowledges that the unpredictability of precision service and support will be blended with machine learning capabilities to define the skill sets needed from specialists in the future. What we see happening is uh, some changes in the skill sets that we're going to have within uh, dealerships as well as farming operations, uh, uh, where you're going to have people that are either internally trained and put in a position to be able to do the kinds of things that we were talking about in terms of automation and precision technology in general, and we're developing outsourcing capacity. Some farmers are finding that uh, uh, it's better to uh, have somebody else help them uh, with their accounting and with their legal work. We're going to find increasing that same industry developing with respect to this whole area of uh, providing data analytics and information and assessment and prescription development, et cetera, to help them in their farming operations. It's going to change uh, dramatically the uh, 
the way we kind of manage farms and the skill sets we do to manage farms as well as to manage dealerships. Business opportunity for dealerships is uh, is providing now uh, those services to farmers who are increasingly willing to share the information and the analysis uh, and need the analysis assistance. Paul J adds that the role of precision specialists will shift in terms of prioritized skills to accommodate the emerging efficiencies automation and robotics will provide. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. The semiconductor shortage, which was brought on by increased demand and a disruption to steady supply chains brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic, have slowed automobile manufacturing with both General Motors and Ford announcing recently that they will temporarily shut down several factories in North America as a result. Intel CEO Pat Gelsinger was recently quoted in the Washington Post as saying the company plans to boost production of automotive chips within six to nine months, but it could take a couple of years to fully address the shortage. To ensure more domestic chip supply in the long term, the Biden administration is proposing spending $50 billion to subsidize semiconductor manufacturing facilities. A farm equipment poll asked, are you concerned the semiconductor shortage that's impacting the auto manufacturers could impact ag equipment production and cause additional inventory challenges? Overwhelmingly, respondents said yes, they were concerned, with 88% saying they were worried the shortage could cause additional inventory challenges. Just 2.4% of respondents said no, and another 9.5% were unsure. Now here's Associate Research Editor Ben Thorpe with a report on when we might see New Holland's methane-powered tractor in North America. Thanks, Kim. After unveiling its first production unit at Agritechnica 2019, New Holland has announced it will launch its T6 methane-powered tractor by the end of 2021. Marketed as the world's first methane-powered production tractor, the T6 methane power features 125 PTO horsepower and the ability for farmers to use materials like animal waste to generate biomethane as fuel. The first production units will be shipped to select customers in Germany, France, Italy, the UK, and Benelux, with plans to bring the tractor to North America in 2022. Ag Equipment Intelligence sat down with Mark Howell, Global Production Manager, Alternative Fuels and Telehandlers at New Holland Agriculture, to explain who the T6 methane power will be marketed toward in North America. And over in America, you've got your big dairies are enormous. So not only have they got a lot of waste that they need to process, They've also got a lot of tractors that are all based on the farm. They, they don't go anywhere. They just work around with a loader on. They can regularly refill. There, there are so many reasons why North America is a really good, has massive potential for us. But as a side stream, we've also got those guys who are the on-highway contractors who can access on highway fuel so it's like a parallel stream there's these big dairies and big swine operations which have collecting the waste which we can approach but there's also the guys who have access to the fuel because they're working a non-ag application shall we say where they can just go on highway and just pick up the fuel or bring the fuel Howell adds that New Holland will focus its initial efforts with the T6 methane power in the U.S. around farms with the largest biogas recovery projects in the country Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Ben. On March 31st, the Biden administration announced its American Jobs Plan, a $2.3 trillion economic package that it says will create millions of good jobs, rebuild our country's infrastructure, and position the United States to outcompete China. Key focal points of the plan include fixing highways, upgrading transit systems, revitalizing manufacturing, and securing U.S. supply chains. The Association of Equipment Manufacturers pointed out in a later press release how the bill will impact rural communities. 
particularly focusing on the commitment to repairing bridges and boosting broadband availability. We sat down with Kate Foxwood, AAM's Senior Director of Government Relations, to get more details on the benefits ag equipment manufacturers can expect from the plan. Several things that we appreciate that he has outlined in his proposal um, is just his emphasis on surface transportation. He's outlining, you know, over $600 billion for, you know, investment in uh, upgrading U.S. roads, highways. He takes a particular focus on bridges, which we applaud in rural America in particular. There are um, thousands of deficient bridges that impact the ability for our manufacturers operating in rural communities to move whole product. It's amazing to hear about some of the logistic challenges that they have to deal with um, and the inefficiency that that brings in getting product to market. And that doesn't even crack the surface when it comes to some of the, our producer groups that our members product support. So very pleased to see the bridge focus, very pleased to see the $100 billion that the, he has outlined for broadband. Broadband continues to be a key asset. It is certainly uh, included in the equipment manufacturer's definition of infrastructure. There's a lot of back and forth going on about what that means. Uh, and for equipment manufacturers, that definitely includes broadband. Wireless connectivity across cropland and ranch land is critical to ensure that equipment operates efficiently and certainly a part of the new rural economy and keeping things um, running for that. The other thing that we were really pleased to see is the commitment to the electric grid that he's making. I think there's implications for that. We've seen what's happened across the country this, you know, this, this winter in Texas and things like that when you have um, unpredictability with the electric grid. So applaud that focus. Foxwood added that going forward, AEM is hopeful the Biden administration will look to address other key issues in the equipment industry, including the ongoing semiconductor shortage and workforce development. A report from Agricultural Economic Insights shows U.S. ag exports to China began to recover in 2020. According to the report, at $28.8 billion, activity in 2020 was considerably higher than the trade war lows of $13.2 billion in 2018 and $16.3 billion in 2019. While this is a substantial increase, it certainly wasn't record-breaking, notes David Winmar, the report author. Between 2012 and 2014, trade with China was above $28 billion during the height of strong commodity prices. In 2013, trade peaked at $29 billion, he adds. Between 2010 and 2013, China made large purchases of U.S. corn, peaking in 2012 at 171 million bushels. In 2020, China purchased a record 272 million bushels of corn. Widmer adds, in February 2021, China purchased 87 million bushels of corn, which prior to last year would indicate a standout year. If you like the video, please hit the like button. And if you want to see more videos from Ag Equipment Intelligence, hit the subscribe button. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessetermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.